0: Tom Marshall here in San Antonio It's 3.11am uh, <laughs> Just a quick quick reaction pod Before going to sleep Just taking in obviously What we saw tonight In Alamodome Alam- Alamodome as they say um, 4-0 to Argentina 4 goals in the space of twenty min- 22 minutes Lautaro Martinez with, with, with 3 of them very good performance, I thought, from Argentina. I thought Lionel Scaloni, as Argentina coach, needed that because obviously he's been under a, quite a lot of pressure. And more pointedly, on the other on the other bench tonight it was Tata Martino, and I think if you'd asked a lot of Argentines, whether who they would prefer on the bench right now, taking this this Argentina team, the generational change that's going on, I think a lot a lot would pick. Martino. So I think, from in terms of giving Scaloni a boost, giving you know people confidence in in his process, I think that this was massive. I thought tactically, he got things, he got things right. I mean, Argentina in a medium, you know, pretty much a medium block, didn't go pushing, didn't you know, didn't leave Mexico spaces in between the lines to to play through them. Uh, Mexico dominated possession, sixty three percent of the ball. Um but it took to the ninety-first minute to get a shot and goal. And I think that those two stats there I think tell the story of the game. Um Argentina much more effective. Um they stuck to the plan, um they stopped Mexico playing down the wings. Um obviously, you know, the Mexico's fullbacks push very high. Um, a lot of the times Mexico's wingers cut inside a little bit, create the little triangles, the three on twos. Um, that we saw a good example was um, Chicharito's first goal against the United States. Argentina stopped Mexico doing that, um, and then once, once that was stopped, it seemed like the ideas just kind of dried up from Mexico. So disappointing, you know. It was a disappointing because I think this game was built as well. I think for Martino um and and you know for me for the press it's it felt like you know after 11 games unbeaten you know let's see what Mexico are made of now and then when you saw the starting lineup and you thought you know this is arguably Mexico's best 11 um and then i think obviously i mean it's an easy narrative it's an easy thing to say but i mean that was just a reality check um argentina just individually better for me player for player and then as a collective as well, they stuck to the game plan and and uh, a pretty convincing victory. What does it do for Mexico, though? I mean, I think that's the that's the big question now, and it's a uh, it's a tough one. It's strange because, you know, it's like Mart- Martino got it spot on. He said he's the eleven game undefeated streak wasn't the reality. And this loss wasn't the reality. Mexico's reality is somewhere in between, and we go back to the same old issues. I mean, I think the players coming back from Europe to Liga MX um, and MLS is, you know, it's it's not good, um, and it's not good because Mexico isn't aren't, isn't exporting that many players either. You know, it's not. It's you know, obviously, it's the players' individual decision, but. I'm just not. We're just not seeing Liga MX teams exporting these younger Mexican players. You know, um, you look at Carlos Rodriguez and you think that's a kid who can play in Europe. Roberto Alvarado. I mean, you want to see them get on that kind of that kind of journey that that Irving Lozano has been on. You know, when you go to PSV. Um, you know that Eric Gutierrez is slow. You know he he's on now and he struggled and and now he's a star at PSV. And and then you look over at the Argent- Argentina team and you got so many of those players doing that that it is concerning. Um, but you know we've been we've been over that. That's nothing. That's nothing kind of new. Uh, Martino speaking after the game saying that he wants more games of that quality against an Argentina team. You know against the Argentina against other elite nations which. To be honest, it's all well and good. I mean, who doesn't want that? I mean, the problem is, I don't know how realistic it is. You know, I, I honestly don't know how realistic it is that, you know, all of it. You know, just I mean, look at what, look at what's coming up this this year for Mexico. You got October games against Bermuda and Panama. You got November games against Panama and Bermuda. You know, then you you know, there's probably going to have a friendly with Liga MX players, kind of in uh, in January February. Then you got the March international break, and yeah, that's the, you got two two games there that I am expecting. It's called to bring, you know, you know, you imagine that they're going to bring in bigger names, bigger um, nations. Then you go to June; it's the Nations League final. Then you go to September, and it's qualifying again for the World Cup. So, it's um, it's it's a really tricky one for Mexico it's um I don't I don't know where they're going to get those that elite competition I mean not being in the Copa America as well is uh it was a massive blow I, I felt I think that all the things that have happened this year not Mexico not being in next year's Copa America is uh is one of the most negative things I think that's happened um but yeah I mean you know it is what it is uh Martino hasn't been in this job long the you know the good thing is he's 100 percent experienced um he knows what it takes to transform a national team. He's done it with Paraguay. He did an exceptional job with well a very good job with with Argentina as well. So it's not like he's gonna be look at a four zero defeat like this tonight and kind of be in any way dunno um shocked or, or or just not knowing what to do. He'll know exactly what to do and, and you know, he's gonna need he's gonna need time just like just like you know, we've seen previously with Mexican managers. Um, the other thing I would say about about the losses, it was, I mean, you know, obviously we can pick out individuals. Nesta Raojo, he had a nightmare. I mean, it's just it's just one of those nights where you just have an absolute nightmare. Everybody has it. You know, sometimes you write a story and it's not very good. it Doesn't come out how you want to do. You make a mistake. You know, whatever you're doing in your job or whatever. Sometimes you have a bad day. I'm not gonna read into Araujo playing horribly and suddenly be like, you know, oh, this guy needs to get rid of not not being the national team. He's a good player. He's the only natural out-and-out defender that Mexico have right now playing at a top, you know, in a top European league. I mean, that has to be, that's, that, that's worth something. He, Araujo had a bad game, you know, Ochoa as well, you know, maybe he could have done better with a couple of those goals. Even Carlos Salcedo, I did not think he had a good game. I mean, you know you got question marks is Jesus Gallardo good enough obviously he's very good going forward but when you look at it defensively I don't know all the I mean obviously in defeat all the the kind of the weaknesses come out Edson Alvarez can he play that holding role on his own I mean again these things the, the, I think they're valid questions but they're also going to need time and, and Martino's right that you know obviously it's good, that process is going to be fast forwarded if Mexico are playing you know, the the bigger teams, um, you know, tougher challenges. Um but yeah, it was uh it was a disappointing one. But um but yeah we'll see. I think, I think I thought the, the most disappointing thing was the way after that first goal went in, which Araujo just gave the ball away and you know, it's a it was a good it was a good move by Argentina. Lautaro there just, you know, with a great finish as well. Um but the way that the way the team collapsed it was there was a slight kind of similarities with that 7-0 against Chile it's like they didn't know how to react there was no one on the field I don't know that's what it felt like to me um, and then they got overrun 20 22 minutes later you know it's 4-0 and the game's over and you know if that's a, if that's a World Cup game you're out you know what i mean um and i thought that was that was slightly concerning because um you know, obviously you don't want to see it and I don't know what the solution is to that. Um but yeah, I thought, yeah, like I said, summing up, I'm gonna sign off now, but Mexico exposed a bit. I think the challenge is there now for Martino. He knows where this team is at and you know, although Mexico won the Gold Cup, they defeated the United States 3 0, you get a sense now of where other teams are at. And let's not forget this wasn't an Argentina A team. Um there's a certain Lionel Messi he <laughs> can be sliding there, you know, and a number of other players that can that can come back into that team. But, um, but but yeah, from the Argentina, highly impressive, to be honest. And I think, you know, you can even get rid of a few of those older generation players. Keep Messi, and you know, you've got something pretty special there. So, um, so yeah. Anyway, signing off. Thanks a lot for tuning in. Quick ten minute pod to sign off and thanks for all the interaction and stuff during the international break and uh yeah we'll be back soon big big weekend coming up in Liga MX you've got the Clásico Tapatillo and the Clásico Capitalino America against Pumas I'll be at that one on in Estadio Azteca on, on Saturday so yeah stay tuned to the Mexican Soccer Show and uh but right my works written work will be up on ESPNFC thanks a lot my nanoches